Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, Lamar Jackson, 2019 NFL MVP, says he wants out of Baltimore. Yeah, he wants to be traded. So Lamar Jackson, we know he is representing himself, does not have an agent. So uh, announced the uh, the news to the world earlier today saying, hey, uh, the team just has not paid me what I think I'm worth. And because of that, I want to go somewhere else. So uh, Lamar Jackson uh, takes to social media and he, he was smart, Mojo. He did this moments before his coach, John Harbaugh, was about to meet with the media at the owners' meetings in Arizona, new coach Harbaugh would be asked about this, and uh, here's what Lamar Jackson had to say about being traded. As of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization uh, for which the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value. And any and everyone that's met me or has been around me knows I love the game of football and my dream is to help a team win the Super Bowl. So uh, Mojo right there, he says, look, they're not paying me what I'm worth. I want to win a Super Bowl, but I'm um, going to try and do that somewhere else. Look, man, when you are the face of the franchise, the starting quarterback, and one that has performed exceedingly well, you expect that you're going to be taken care of when it's contract time, especially for young players when you're coming in on those rookie contracts. They are not as big as they used to be before the, the new CBA, back when those guys were signing 70 $80 million rookie deals. No, those guys are on very reasonable, modest contracts that are usually far lower than what those quarterbacks should be making. So you sit there and you wait your entire career, that four, maybe even five years for the big deal, uh, performing every year, no complaints. And then when you finally get to that time, if they're not ponying up, this is a problem. Because now you start questioning the franchise. You start questioning your relationships within the organization. Everything just gets nasty. Everything gets hostile. And it's easy for a player to say, all right, you don't want me enough. I'm going to go somebody somewhere where they do. And it becomes that whole game. And that's kind of where we are. This situation has continued to snowball, getting a little uglier by the week. Uh, this isn't a shock to anyone. The situation's been building for, for a little bit. And now finally requesting the trade, you're right, man. That's a bombshell. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Uh, I can tell, by the way, John Harbaugh's talking that the organization is not going to trade Lamar Jackson. They don't have to do it. He can ask for it, and then uh, he'll have to make the decision whether or not he ultimately shows up in the summer when uh, when we're getting ready for the season. Uh, John Harbaugh, again, this tweet was, uh, was put out there by Lamar right before he met with the media. So, of course, he was asked about that. Uh, hey, coach, you're going to trade Lamar Jackson? He says he wants out. Here's John Harbaugh. I haven't seen the tweet. It's an ongoing process. Uh, I'm, I'm following it very closely. 
just like everybody else is here and uh, looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back to football. I'm confident that's going to happen. Yeah, look, you, you don't, uh, you know, it doesn't, doesn't take that much reading in between the lines to hear they're, sci- they're trying to send a message to Lamar. You're our guy. We want you to be the quarterback. This offense is based around you. And uh, uh, that there was no, no accident there, Mojo. They are speaking directly to Lamar Jackson through the media. Uh, I don't think anyone could ever question how uh, he is as a player on the field. The one thing with Lamar Jackson is that he can't stay healthy. The guy's never started every single uh, game uh, in a season. He's always dealt with some sort of injury started 12 games last year they look they were uh, eight and four when he played and they were two and three when he didn't if he's back they'll be one of the favorites again next year favorite to make the playoffs and and to make a run deep in uh into the playoffs but it's all about whether or not the guy can stay on the field mojo he says he wants out we'll see all right mojo moving on to cam newton cam newton of course last week at Auburn's Pro Day, uh, the former NFL MVP uh, is trying to get back in the league, wants to show that, hey, I still got it, Mojo. Uh, we have not seen from, we have not heard from Cam Newton since he had the big workout. That is until now because uh, one of our uh, camera guys happened to be uh, hanging out at LAX and bumped into Cam, asked him a few questions and didn't exactly talk about Pro Day, Mojo, but we talked to Cam Newton. Watch this. No, uh, you're hungry to play. What's your message? We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> what we is gonna do though, but what? you know, I got on actively black. Is that your new clothing line? No, it's a black on uh, at leisure apparel line though. Oh, that's smart, bro. You need to check out. That's what we gonna do. Hey, not everyone can rock the shorts like that though. You got no, that's you got sauce. It's you, effortless. I didn't even know I was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, um, but that's dope. One that's finger, dope. one pinky, one thumb. Hey, bro, listen, man, we want to see you in the league next year. Any message, any message to people sleeping on you? Fresh (laughs) (laughs) We tried. We tried. (laughs) We we tried. Oh, man, I don't know, Babcock. I think you could pull that look off, man, the short shorts but heavily bundled yeah. On top with, with the hat. I, I could see you doing that. I do like short shorts. Guilty as oh, charged. So, yeah. I like, I mean, Cam, Cam, look, Cam has always been one of the, one of the flashiest, one of the best dressers, in my opinion. I love that he pushes the envelope when it comes to his style off the field. No, I mean, look at those hats. <laughs> look at that jacket. Well, Babcock, that's because you don't skip leg day, brother. That's why you can pull <laughs> off the short shorts. Not everybody is as lucky as you. Um, not everybody was as lucky as our camera guy, too, with all that information we got about Cam Newton's comeback and his thoughts on his future NFL career. <laughs> And everything. Uh, look, at the end of the day, probably not going to get a lot of comments out of him on the pro day. The pro day was received with uh, extremely mixed reviews. Some yeah. people thought he looked decent. Some people thought not so much. You know, for a guy that's on the fence, that uh, spent the entire last year out of football, maybe not the exclamation point he was hoping for, for, uh, you know, having a team take a shot on him. But then again, with all the tape that Cam Newton has in the NFL, I can't imagine a single day at a pro day with college kids with, that he's never even thrown passes to in his life where there's no 
no synergy, no connection, no no history uh, is, is going to weigh that much. So, um, again, probably not going to get anything new out of him. But, you know, I, I stand by the statement. I, I still think Cam Newton gets picked up by somebody this year. Uh, if he's trying to be a starter right away, not sure about that one. I don't know too many guys that come off the street after sitting out an entire year and go right into a starting position. But... I think there's some opportunities for him to go to a team and compete for a starting job. Um, and at the end of the day, being a second string guy, even being a third string guy, I'd hate to say it, is certainly better than sitting uh, the entire year at home because one more of these and that might be all she wrote. More trouble for Willie McGinnis, the former Patriots star. Remember, he was involved in that bar fight in Delilah back in December. It was captured on video. It was an absolute brutal uh, beatdown. Well, he was charged criminally with two felonies, and now the, uh, the alleged victim, the accuser, has filed a civil lawsuit against Willie. Not only that, in the documents, Ed, we now finally, for the first time, are hearing why this fight allegedly started and all had to do with the comment that was made about USC's football team. Yeah, believe it or not, it was something a man allegedly said about the Pac-12 championship game between USC and Utah. So I'll spell it out for you here. Blake Adams is the, the alleged victim, and he is suing Willie McGinnis and Delilah for obviously this, this incident that went down. He claims that at one point uh, he was sitting at the restaurant dining and Willie walked past him. He says he made a comment about USC. He seems to claim it was something benign. It, it, he doesn't say in here whether it was offensive or, or anything like that, but the tone of his lawsuit reads as it was just something playful, silly about USC. Well, he alleges that McGinnis did not find it that funny and said, in vulgar terms, why are you talking to me and walking away? He says, suddenly a few moments later, McGinnis reappeared and got in his ear and said, now what are you going to say? You know, and again, more vulgar terms. And that's when Adams claims that he tried to say, look, I'm just a fan. I don't mean, I don't want any trouble. I'm just trying to say hello. And he says McGinnis then just wailed on him. You'll recall, though, the USC-Utah game was played about a week before this incident. It was December 2nd. This was right. December 9th. Uh, USC got walloped. I mean, Utah beat up USC. And, of course, we all know that Willie McGinnis is a USC legend. So yeah. uh, uh, that's what Adam's alleging. He is suing for unspecified damages, so we don't know what he exactly wants, but he's suing, again, both McGinnis and Delilah for this. Right, like, like, likely a lot of money. Uh, that was a pretty severe beatdown. Guys, this can't be it, right? This all you this think nasty, so, but... violent fight could not possibly have gone down about a single comment insulting your college team. My goodness, we're talking about a guy who had an incredible run in the NFL, mm -hmm. who was subject to so much criticism, just like any other player uh, fan saying you're no good and you suck and you make it all the way to the top and yeah. dominate the game. One little comment like this couldn't possibly have set him off. And just in case it did, yeah, he should have to pay every penny that they're suing him for. I mean, that's just ridiculous right. to come after this guy with all of your friends in a nice restaurant while he's seated in a prone position and very vulnerable and then jumping him. 
I was waiting for some sort of bombshell to, to reiterate right, that Like word. the most terrible thing that was ever said about anybody to warrant that. And I don't know that Not it still would Not even something have. said. Something terrible that he did physically. Right. <laughs> you know, right. to, to, to warrant no, that No, there's, there's not much that, that would – and maybe there's nothing. There's not much that would justify a beatdown like that. And, and to hear it could have been something as benign as a comment about a college football game. Who cares? <laughs> Look, this has cost Willie. It's hurt him as far as jobs in the media. But let's be honest, the the civil lawsuit, that comes secondary to the criminal charges. Those criminal charges carry years and years and years in prison if he's ultimately convicted here. So there's a lot on the line for Willie McGinnis. Most importantly, his freedom. I I just, I'm I'm with you guys. I I never would have thought that, that the fight was allegedly started over something as silly and as stupid uh, as the uh, alleged victim claims. We'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, a case that's nowhere near done. We'll continue the following. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, troubling story surrounding Aaron Hernandez's former football star older brother, DJ. It involves a brick and ESPN's headquarters in Connecticut. Wild story that ended in Hernandez's arrest. We'll explain next TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo and Edward. Sorry, Edward. Uh, guys, um, Aaron Hernandez is 36-year-old uh, older brother, DJ Hernandez, who was a really good football player in his own right, uh, was actually a quarterback and a wide receiver at UConn. Uh, he has been arrested, Edward, after a really bizarre incident at ESPN's headquarters in Connecticut. Yeah, so we obtained police documents, and in these docs, cops say that they were called for a welfare check regarding DJ after he had allegedly made claims that he wanted to damage property at the state capitol and at ESPN. Cops say they then obviously went straight to ESPN, and they they spoke with security there. Security, they say, told them that a Uber driver carrying a passenger, who they believed to be DJ, stopped at the security gate. Uh, When they could not get in, DJ allegedly got out, threw an object at the campus or at the headquarters that landed well within within the boundaries, they said, before getting back in the Uber and leaving. They claimed that when they when they went to go investigate the object, it was a white bag with a brick inside of it. And on the brick was a note. And here's what the note reads. To all media outlets, it's about time you all realize the effect media has on all family members. Since you're a worldwide leader, maybe you could lead how media and messages are delivered brick by brick. Clean it up. Police say the note was then signed, yours truly, Dennis J. Hernandez. Cops say they went and investigated, they went and spoke with, with DJ, and DJ said he was at ESPN but did not want to discuss the incident further. They hit him with a charge of misdemeanor breach of peace, and he has a court date sc- scheduled for early April in the case. Now, 
that all is bizarre in itself, but yeah. we learned a couple hours later that he was actually involved in another incident with police just 15 days before this one on March 8th. During that incident, cops alleged he was driving erratically on the road, speeding, driving through fields, they said, uh, uh, and when they tried to pull him over, he dodged them, lost them, uh, uh, was basically just fleeing police. Wow. Uh, they, they say they eventually caught up to him, and when they got him, he, he, he he was described as having a bipolar episode. Uh, they said they actually committed him to the hospital and, and checked him out for an evaluation. It seems he he passed things, but again, they, they do say he was having a bipolar episode. So uh, it, it's unclear if the two are linked, but at least it gives you some sort of uh, of, of description of what his, his mentality right. might have been heading into this. It makes it seem like he's he's been going through it. I mean, obviously the, the family has been through a tremendous amount with everything that Aaron Hernandez did, and that's a bizarre, bizarre story. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, throwing a brick through windows, going, vandalizing, doing something that could potentially cause someone harm is certainly not the way to get your message out. But obviously, this is a guy who has a lot to say. Now, definitely got to consider that he might have his own mental health issues going on. Whether that came from his football career or not, that's something that hopefully the the police, the, the medics can take a look at and, and treat him for accordingly but it's got to be a tough situation being the family member of someone like Aaron Hernandez a a celebrity a superstar athlete who went through incredible turmoil and then went out and made some some crucial mistakes your brother is going to see the best in you he's probably going to think that maybe this was all CTE from giving his best to the teams that he played for laying it all out for for his brothers his, his teammates his coaches and that is why Aaron spiraled and now the media is taking uh, his illnesses and you know his hard work on the field and using it against him and now it's bleeding out to not only his own life but his family's life any parents siblings cousins anyone that is close to the family are now suffering the wrath of this situation you know a comment like this would almost explain the willie mcginnis situation uh that we covered beforehand you know someone lashing out because of something that hit this close to home but really just sad to see everything that happened here and you know i I hope they check him out mentally to make sure that that he's okay and um you know again if, if this is a situation where he's making mistake after mistake you know, let, let's get things right now before it spirals and gets worse. Opening day just days away, and uh, this is like a dream come true for uh, a lot of future Major League Baseball stars who are finding out whether or not they have made the big league squad. And uh, that was the case for the Yankees' top prospect uh, Anthony Volpe he is a a, a uh, 21 year old sh- uh, shortstop maybe a future second baseman he has been the Yankees best prospect for years now the Yankees played a little bit of a trick on him though Mojo uh, Aaron Boone the Yanks manager sat him down uh, as he was about to make the big announcement on whether or not Anthony made the team they played a trick on this guy they made him believe that he wasn't on the team and he was going back down to AAA in reality he wasn't he's a big leader watch this all right. Difficult conversation to have to have because you came in and did play your ass off. Okay. And, you know, we talked about at the start of this being a competition and, and you killed it. But at the end of the day, you got 20 something games at AAA. 
there's always room for development, but at the end, I think that development should happen in the big leagues. Welcome to New York. <laughs> Congratulations, brother. You earned oh. it. You earned it. You earned it. I get you. No, my heart. <laughs> Yeah, Mojo, I, look, the kid is so talented, but a lot of people thought that uh, that because there were some vets on the team that he would have to spend a little bit more time in AAA, and uh, then that happened over the weekend, and what a special moment for uh, for Anthony Volpe. I don't know, was it? <laughs> well, <laughs> Oh, my God, I, I've been in that office, not that particular one, but I've been in that situation Several times when I either got promoted or fired or whatever it might be. Oh, my gosh, your heart is beating out of your chest. I just got anxiety just watching that clip. Oh, my goodness. But what a uh, roller coaster of a 30 seconds that must have been uh, for Anthony. That's something he'll never forget. Um, always awesome when you can get these moments on tape. You know, I, I, I never had any of mine. Uh, recorded. I would have loved to have had those. That's something you yeah. can watch back later. Show your kids their defining moments in your life, the culmination of all your hard work. What a cool experience. Uh, I'd be careful if I was that coach. What if this young man would have jumped up upset and like bashed him with the trash can <laughs> or started spewing obscenities or just literally acted uh, in a manner that really did cost him that position in the end? That could happen one day, but Glad it didn't happen here. All around feel good moment. It's it's awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, cannot wait. Uh, he's going to be in the Yanks lineup uh, again when the season starts uh, later on this week. I'm so excited to watch this guy play. All right, Mojo, we are out of time. We've got to go. Uh, big things tomorrow. All the biggest stories. Make sure you check us out. Gonna be great. Yeah, probably will be the best show 